black woman, beautiful, powerful, resilient female of African descent with skin kissed by the sun. Conversation, a talk, especially an informal one between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. We love being black women. Black women are ambitious. Black women are confident. Black women are diligent. We are tenacious. We walk out of our houses put together. We are many shades and personalities of fabulous. But we as black women don't talk about our dilemmas, current events, and what's going on every day that affects us. So we created this podcast as a way to laugh together, cry together, and have an open conversation about life as black women. Oh, that's deep. Black Women Conversations. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Journey. How's your week been? I don't even want to talk about my week. Let's just say that. Y'all just keep me uplifted in prayer because I just, people, family will make you lose it. That's all I can say. And you think that family is supposed to be sort of like the automatic ride or die, right? And when I was growing up, I had a lot of cousins, so at least people be like, oh, well, you have a lot of cousins. You always have friends. Y'all, that is that is not true. That is not true. Um, sometimes your, your, your friends are more like family than your own family is. And I, I will definitely say that this month, not even this week, this month has been trying, and the past week has just been the icing on the cake. It's just tipped everything over. If I was someone that did not have my sanity, I would literally have lost it um, this week. So y'all keep me uplifted in prayer. Okay. Keep me uplifted in prayer. And, and, and listen, I hate to say it, but you got to keep tabs on your family. You got to make sure that you don't trust too many people with your personal business. You got to make sure that the people that you keep in your inner circle are trustworthy. And people can be walking around knowing they didn't stab you in the back and don't say anything. That's that's all I'm going to say um, about the past week. But it's just been like an additive of, uh, effect. Just one thing on top of another this whole month of October. It's just it's just been an just overwhelming amount of just drama, financial heartache. Let's say financial heartache. And... Um, just surprises. So um, that's how my week's been, Janine. How's your week been? Well, let's go back. I will continue to pray for you. Um, and yes, you're very right. Like one of the things that we don't often talk about on the show is our like trials and tribulations, which is kind of the reason why we started this podcast, right? So a couple of things. I agree with you 100%. I could not agree more about you know, just being vigilant. I think that that's a good way of putting putting it. Like just be vigilant about how much information you share and be mindful of people and what they go through and how it could potentially affect them. And, you know, you, you always have to lead with the assumption that everyone has good intentions, but oftentimes we all know that the pathway to hell, as they say, is paved with good intentions. So you have to remember that like, you know, just keep it in the back of your mind that how you see it and how it affects your life is not always how they see it and how it affects their life. So, and then also just, 
as ourselves, we have to be mindful that, you know, we are as upstanding and trustworthy as we possibly can be. And it's much easier said than done. And I know that it's, you know, it's a difficult place to be in on either side of that, like of either being the person who feels like they betrayed someone's trust or being the person who feels like they were betrayed. But we all are hoping that we're doing the best that we can and we don't hurt or harm one another. But do know that, you know, the people, and it's crazy because my pastor just preached about this yesterday. She said that the people, and everyone has heard this, but the people that we hurt the most are the people that are the closest to us. And we don't necessarily mean to hurt them. And we don't necessarily think all the time that we are harming them, but sometimes we do. And we have to be accountable for our actions when we do that and try to make amends. So off of the soapbox. And as I said, I will continue to pray for you, but, um, my week was interesting, Nicole, um, to answer your question. It was interesting because I intentionally, um, took some time and it wasn't time to like do something, which there was a bunch of stuff that I really need to get done in the next, like 48 hours. But, um, I needed some time to like decompress and unwind and like refocus. And it typically comes around, you know, this time of year, every year, um, but recently there's been a lot of like, you know, death and, and like hard, difficult news that I've had to, um, hear about, and it's not me. So, you know, I'm grateful and this sounds really bad and selfish, but I don't want you all to think that it's something that is happening to me personally. It's just people around me, um, are being affected. And, you know, one of the things I was talking to Ken about the other day, he said that like, you know, I realized when I hit about 40 that it was happening. So we're at that age now where, you know, unfortunately we hear or attend probably a few more funerals than we do weddings. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I've been asking the Lord to kind of help me come to grips with, right? Like, I don't like death. I don't think anybody does, but I think that you know, it's one of those things where we, you're not ever going to get used to it, but you got to figure out how to, how to cope. Um, and you know, there's just this reoccurring theme of like, we just got to do the best that we can, right? Like do the best we can with our health, with one another, with our intentions, with just like do the best that we can and do whatever at any cost to maintain your peace. That's really, really important. And no, this ain't the motivational moment, y'all. And no, I did not mean to bring the episode down. But we're going to get back up in a hot second. But it's really important. Like, I want to just take a moment for us to, like, really focus on making sure that at whatever cost you are not allowing, you know, your situation, your your trials, other people, people's expectations of you even, you know, your job and your family to your point, Nicole, but like, you got to protect your peace at all costs. You really do. And if you don't have anything else, but the Lord and your peace, it's all you need. And I know I sound like I'm a 90 year old church mother, but it's real. Cause at the end of the day, that's all you got. So 
Protect your relationship with the Lord and protect your peace. Okay, y'all. What have y'all been doing this week? There are a couple of things, Nicole, that I wanted to chat about before we get into our timeline. First of all, can we just talk about, and we? I thought about making this the episode today, but kind of like Will and Jada, which y'all know we have not talked about because I'm tired of them. Love them as people, love their work, love their artistry and what they have brought to this world. But I'm tired of hearing about their personal life, so we're not going to talk about it unless it's something real big. I don't want to talk about it right now. Similarly, the way that I'm tired of chatting about Will and Jada, Nicole, did you hear that Brian McKnight changed his name so that it could match the name of his son that he just had with this new family? Girl, I see the look on your face, so I guess you didn't hear about this. But changed he's, it too. he's legally changed his name to something that I don't even, I, don't start me to lying. I didn't even look it up because I didn't want to pay attention to Brian McKnight that much. I really feel like what he's doing is just maintaining his relevance. And this moment for Brian McKnight is feeling a little like the moment that Kirk Franklin had with his son. It's feeling a little manufactured for relevance. I'm not going to knock Brian McKnight because he's friends of the people on this network, a.k.a. our producer. But it just feels like a lot, sir. Like it feels like in your older age, you've become a little dramatic and this seems to be a little bit much. We don't need you changing your name. We like Brian McKnight and we want to stick with Brian McKnight. I don't know what you're trying to call yourself now, but you're not Prince, sir. We're not going to call you the artist formerly known. We going to keep calling you Brian McKnight. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing, Nicole, is have you seen this? And it's been all over, but it was... It was kind of cute, but kind of like weird and creepy at the same time. Have you seen this picture of this little boy where the mom ordered um, picture day pictures and she ordered edits on the pictures and they gave her son veneers and like dimples? What? Girl. So I'm going to send it to you so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. But girl, basically, I'm texting it to you now so you can see this. Okay, I just sent it to you. Look at this edit. The boy was already a cute little chocolate boy, right? Like cute, perfect skin, cute little haircut, bright eyes, like super adorable. Oh, wow. But they made him look like he was like in the first round draft pick headed to the NFL. Cutie, but the veneers and the dimples, y'all stop playing out here with these people's kids. They also aged him a little bit. You know, they he did. Looks- That's why I said he looked like he was a first round draft pick in the NFL. Like cute, cute though. I mean, he's cute, cute. But like, what did y'all do? Y'all stop playing with these people's kids, y'all. Stop playing with these people's children. I mean, it was cute. Either way, he's cute though. They whitened his teeth bright, bright white. Hello. Yep. Dimpled him up. They gave him a little. Did do you see? They cleaned up his little line and made it a little bit whiter. And then they like. Like, basically perfectly portioned his eyebrows, squinted his eyes a little bit. Like, it was, it, yeah, like, it was a bit the much. the eyes are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's like a different, ti- different child. A different child. And it looks like he <laughs> all of a sudden is a teenager. Mm-hmm. What are we out here doing? So, yes, I just needed to, like, those were the two moments this week where I was like, now, y'all, just quit playing. Brian McKnight, I want you to quit playing. Yeah. And also, um, whoever was doing this child's picture, y'all quit playing. Quit playing with these people's kids. Everything everything is not a Snapchat Insta filter moment, okay? And when it comes to people's kids, why don't you leave the cute little brown boy the way he was? We meant like 
touch up the like shine, right? Like when we say touch up for pictures, we don't mean make my child look like a different kid. We mean <laughs> make this picture look like you take pictures of brown kids. That's what we mean. That's so funny. Okay. We'll post it. If y'all haven't seen it, we, we will post it so that you can see it. Okay. So this Nicole is one of your sorors. And the reason why is because her handle on Instagram is the underscore most 1908. I know that 1908 anywhere. So yes, your soror. And she actually sends us a lot of stuff. So very interesting. So if y'all don't follow, there's this Insta page. It's called Crazy Bee Props, right? They, They spell out the word. But it's very, very funny. And she sent us a post and she said, made me think about today's episode. Super cute. So thank you, the underscore most 1908. Um, and we're going to have to repost this because it's really, it's really good, right? It, it really is. It is very comical. And if, if y'all don't remember the episode that we are referring to is the episode about whether we are outside wrapping it up or not. So We're going to post this that she sent us. So thank you for sending this to us. We will repost it to all of you all so you can see what we're over here chuck, chuck, chuckling about. But y'all, while we're here, if you see something that you think that we would get a good chuckle about, send it to us. We're your good girlfriends. Send us over everything that you're like, hey, I want to share this with my girlfriends. You know, you keep sending the same five TikToks to the same two, three people recycling them because I do the same thing I send the same TikToks to the same two or three people and just be like hey this funny ha 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 laugh about it and then be like you know what I don't talk to these people share it with us share it with us let us know how you're doing and while you're at it when you listen to the podcast share it with someone else that may or may not listen to the podcast have them share it with someone else and make sure that you rate review and subscribe all right Jenny so what's on our timeline this week okay Nicole so this week's Timeline comes from fellow podcaster Demetria Lucas. She's the host of the Ratchet and Respectable podcast. Shout out to the DMV. I believe she's actually originally from New York. I think she might now live in Ghana. Not 100% sure. Not keeping tabs on her. But ironically, since we're on the topic, we'll get right in it. So Demetria brought up something that is actually pretty simple that we haven't actually been chatting about. We haven't chatted about it on this podcast. And we also, like, I don't really chat about it in my friend groups. I don't chat about it with you, Nicole. Like, I'm not sure if you chat about it in your friend groups, but it's not really something that we make mention of. But I think it's actually a good combo to have. And it might actually be a little important. So (sighs) this one kind of goes a little bit like one of our let's talk through it. Because Demetria kind of wrote herself a note. And then asked us a question. So we're going to answer the question for her. Well, at least I hope we are. So she started this off with a post. And it's literally just, you know, a, a post of her posting what she's writing to us. And it goes like this. So she said in the post, pose the question, do y'all have tracking notifications for your spouse slash partner? And then she says, is this normal? And then she goes on to say that it came up the other night in a conversation and her knee jerk reaction was no, quote, in quotation marks. And she says, full stop. For those of y'all who don't know what full stop means, that means no period. Ain't nothing coming after that period. End of sentence. Right. And then she goes on to say that he was like, um, this is normal. 
And she goes on to say, I was like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it's still a no for her. And then he says, he may or may not have had a tracking on his ex. And she said that he kind of implied that he did, but she didn't ask because she probably was a little turned off at this point. I don't know. I might have been. And she said, but for her, tracked? For what? She said, all of this life, she's been driving and flying around and going where she wanted and needed to be. And anytime there's been an issue, she's called or identified her location for anyone, you know, that needed to reach her. She said that he said that it's a safety issue. If part of his man job is to keep a woman safe, then he needs to know where the woman is. And she said, is it her or is this weird? She said, am I weird for thinking this is weird? Giant question mark. So, Nicole, I'm not even going to give you my opinion. I'm going to save it to the end because I have like four key points. I'm just going to let you jump in here. What do you think? Is she being weird? Is this weird? Do you think that it's weird? What, what do you think? What's going on? I think it's weird to think that you need to track your spouse or even know their whereabouts every day or every minute. I think that's super weird. Yeah, I wouldn't have anybody tracking me. Like, I just, even if he says it's for my safety, like, but you're not going to be there to protect me. So what do you mean? Like, if I get lost, I'll call you. If something's going on, I'll let you know. But why do you need, why do I need to share my location with with you just because you my man? I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was very weird. I, I thought, do people do that? Because I've never done that. Like ever. I've never dated anybody that I've shared my location with. I've never had someone else share the location with me that I knew of. I've never done that. Um, so for me, this is like a new school post pandemic kind of thing. I'm like, these are people in their twenties that's doing this. Like I'm 40 people in their forties don't do that. Like we're not, I can barely find and track my devices when I lose them. Like somebody had to show me how to do that. So I am definitely not for the share your location so that you can go on your phone and figure out where I am randomly whenever you want to know where I'm at. Oh, it's a no for me. Like that's, sort of kind of stalkerish, um, in, in my opinion. So I do have a friend that a couple friends that do track their men on their, you know, on, on their, I guess, I guess it's just, uh, their iPhones. I don't know. I mean, cause I don't know if you can track people with a droid or not, but they do look in their phones like randomly and like, Oh, he's at such and such place. Oh, I see him on the map. He's at such a, and I'm like, who has the time? Like, I don't have the time in my day to be trying to figure out where you are and pulling up location services to try to figure out where on the map does it look like you are at. Like, your coordinates on this map say you are at this degrees west and this degree north. I mean, really? I I don't know. I, I feel like that's for people who have too much time on their hands. That's just my opinion. And I am not about to take the time to share my location with anyone, anyone, not just my man, anyone. Okay. I mean, there is a way if I get lost or I, you know, you can contact Apple and find out where I am, but I'm not sharing my location with you. Uh, uh. 
Think about it. What if I was trying to surprise you? Now you know where I am. Now you know what store I'm shopping in for you. Uh-uh. No, there's no reason for you to know that. That's just my opinion. I think I, it's it's a weird thing for me. I'm on the side of weirdness. What about you, Johnny? Okay, so I'm going to be 100% transparent about this. I feel two very different ways, right? And I'm going to tell you what I actually, the notes that I actually wrote down because I felt like, um, I felt like it was, I don't want to say super important, but I felt like I needed to kind of um, justify my thoughts process behind this, right? So here's, here's what I wrote down. And then I'll tell you why I feel this way, right? It really depends. And I've really thought through this, right? I said, it really depends on few key factors. First, who's tracking you? Second, the reason or intention for tracking you. Third, how are they tracking you? And fourth, are you aware that they're tracking you? Right? So the who's tracking you, number one, is is a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or is it your husband or wife? And then past that very simple question, right? Like, because I don't want a boyfriend or girlfriend tracking me because guess what? That you don't have no papers on me. I don't need you to know all my information. I don't, I don't need you to know my comings and goings in that, in that way, right? A husband and wife is a little bit different, but then this deeper, like, what is the relationship like? Is this like a peaceful, serene kind of relationship or y'all in a toxic, volatile relationship? Who is your person? What is their temperament, right? Are they the understanding partner or are they the ask questions later kind of person, right? You know what your partner is like. You know if your partner is a hothead. Don't play with your partner if you got a hothead, right? Because you're not just playing with your partner. You're playing with the rest of us that are associating with you. So let's not do that. So number one, who's tracking you? If you know you got a hothead man and he's tracking you, you need to let your friends know that before you go out. Because if you like me, let me tell you something. And I'm not even going to tell you all that right now. I'm going to save that for further commentary. Point number two. The reason why they're tracking you, right? So are they tracking you to see if you're still at work, to see, you know, when they should be putting dinner on, or are they tracking you because they're trying to keep tabs on you for no apparent reason? Are they tracking you because you have a job, like you're a realtor, maybe you're a truck driver, maybe, you know, you have a, a kind of job, like, a like you know, maybe you work for the the... PPA, the Philadelphia Parking Authority, worst parking authority in the history of the United States, JK. I take it back, but they're real vicious. And they'll be outside all hours of the night by themselves walking the streets. Those kinds of things aren't safe. So I could understand realtors going in and out of houses by themselves, meeting clients they may never met before. Those kinds of things. Look, we all know that there are whole channels that are that are literally dedicated to the crazy of sociopaths and weirdos that follow women, right? Not just women, they follow people, they do weird things. So if you have one of those kinds of jobs and that's the reason why someone is tracking you, kind of understand that, right? But if they just out here tracking you because they want to know if you cheating or they're looking for something that they are not going to find, but you know, they always say, if you look for something hard enough, you'll find it. If that's the reason why they're tracking you, that's a no for me too. Third, how are they tracking you? 
Are they checking find my iPhone real quick? Or do they have an Apple AirTag in the sole of your shoe? Are they tracking your phone? Or have they put a tracking device on your car? How are they tracking you? Because those are very different things. And that leads into the last point of, are you aware that they're tracking you? Did they ask you permission to track you? Or did they just start tracking you because they felt like they had the right to do so? Let me tell you something. There's a reason why there are regulations and rules and laws against tapping people's phone. Certain states, you can record video, but you can't record audio. I mean, there, there are reason why there, there are rules to this thing, because there's a very fine line between tracking and stalking. And personally, I feel like, you know, I have friends where, and I'm going to say friends. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to start with my friends. I will start with myself personally, right? I have had to have my car scanned for tracking devices. I have had to un unload apps from my phone to monitor whether there was somebody tracking me through certain apps on my phone. So personally, it's a little strange to me when someone wants to track you, right? But on the flip side, I will be honest, there are two people who have my location at all times. My best friend, who will literally pull up and be like, I ain't heard from you, just making sure that you still there, I see you little dot moving. My best friend. And then my husband. And 99.9% .9 of the time when he's looking for me, he can't figure out how to use the Find My iPhone anyway, so he calls my best friend to find it. So doesn't matter. It's a safety issue. He's not looking for me because he wants to know what I'm doing or where I am. He's looking for me because I had an event. It's 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, you know, in the morning, next day. And he's trying to figure out, okay, let me see if my wife is still at work or is she falling asleep on the side of the road somewhere, right? So it really depends on why the people are tracking you. I also have a husband that is very mild-mannered. I've seen him go off on someone real bad. Praise the Lord, he's still in, you know, the land of the free. One time. He don't just fly off the handle about nothing, typically. He's not going to track me to go find somebody to, like, wear them out. That ain't what it's for. He would be tracking me because if you know an Aquarian, you know that he really ain't going to care about much. So he's only going to be tracking me to find where I am and if I'm okay. And like I said... He's not even really good at tracking me because nine times out of 10, he picks up the phone and calls my best friend to figure out if she can identify where I am. And then also, let's go back. If you know you out here in these streets dirty, why are you with somebody that needs to track you? Why? What you doing? Why are you wasting everybody's time? But also, back to what I was saying earlier, if you are the person whose husband and I'm going to say husband because that's how my friends roll. My friends have husbands that like to track them. And I'm not going to call anyone out particularly. But y'all know who you are because there's several of you all. Don't pop up on me with no kind of craziness. That is number one. Because you come looking for your wife and you do something crazy, I'm going to defend her. So you come and looking for both of us. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass her while she's with me. Don't do none of that. And don't, by 
any stretch of the imagination think that you're about to cause a scene because that's not about to happen. Number two, if you can't find your wife, don't automatically assume that she's with me. Now, some of my friends, they can just assume that their wives are with me because most times they are. But guess what? Whatever y'all got going on, track her phone. Because I know that you can. That's the reason why you called looking for her because you thought that she was with me. Don't involve me in your nonsense. I'm always going to side with my friend. Unless she's wrong. Or he's wrong. Then I'm not going to side with them. But I'm not going to side one way or the other against them. So, y'all, if you're doing your dirt, make sure you're not being tracked. Because no need to bring the drama. But if you're okay and there's nothing that you need to do and your relationship is good and it's about safety, by all means, why not? But here's the other part. If you don't want nobody going through your phone, don't think that you can track your spouse because it's the same thing. If you're like, don't go through my phone, I don't want you looking at my phone, then don't, don't do tracking. Now, I will say this also. While Ken has a tracking on me, I don't have a tracking, I don't have tracking on Ken. Because guess what? Ken is a man and he can sustain himself. And to your point, Nicole, if something's happening to Ken, there's absolutely nothing I can do unless we are together to help him. So no need to, to track. Just saying. Well, um, thank you for that thorough explanation of the pros and cons of tracking your honey. But um, I, I still, Janine, I can see how husband and wife can share locations for safety reasons only. But the explanation that you gave about if your man is a hothead, to me, if your man is a hothead, you shouldn't be with your man, right? Like, I just don't believe in personally dating people that could either get arrested at any, you know, a snap of the finger or you get arrested because you're with them or you lose your job because you're embarrassed in public. That's just me. But everybody doesn't like that. But I like to be employed. I understand that you're a small business owner, but you could get kicked out of the Chamber of Commerce. But I'm just saying with these hot headed men that embarrass you in public. But that's you. You like it. I love it, girl. But I just, uh, you know, hothead or no hothead, I just, it's still, it's still a no for me. Unless literally it is for, hey, I'm going, I'm traveling out of town. I'm going to share my location while I'm traveling so that you know that I made it from point A to point B. And even then I'm still like, mm, why are you asking? I don't know. I, uh, it's, it's still giving no for me. It's giving no for me, but to each his own. If you know, if, if that is the rationale, I can understand that rationale. I really can. But if the rationale is because I'm your man, I need to make sure you're safe and I need to know where you are at all times. Mm, seems a little bit possessive, stalkerish to me, but hey, I, who am I? Who am I to say, right? You, Whatever works for your relationship, you work it, okay? You don't listen to other people. You work it. Don't have people all up in your ear. Like, what's a, what's a woman that's now talking about she get back with her husband? Tyrese's. Tyrese's ex-wife. Ex-wife. Big dummy. 
Well, anyway. Nicole, I agree. Like, for me, I'm very much like, don't track me. Because 99.9% of the time, Ken don't have any clue of where I am. Now, he could pull up his phone and look. But like I said, I'm married to an Aquarius, and he is, I mean, the world would have to be on fire for him to actually check for me. Not really. I'm I'm exaggerating. But to be very honest, the only time that it ever even comes up in conversation is if I'm supposed to be home, I'm notorious for my phone dying and or not keeping a charge or leaving it somewhere. And I mean, there, there are a bunch of things, right? And then I also have a job that is not a typical nine to five, right? And I also don't live close to where I work. So all of those factors, I don't even think I started sharing my location with him until probably what the top of the year, maybe. And again, I think the last time that he was looking for me, I was like, Ken, why didn't you just look at my location? And he's like, you're going to have to show me how to do that. And it's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, really now my best friend on the other hand, just the other day, she was like, Oh, it looks like you're going to church. Sorry. I called you. I'll text you. Cause she can see like her thing is, well, I didn't just call this girl. Why is she not answering my phone calls? And she'd be like, oh, okay, well, let me look at her location. Oh, she's headed to church. Got it. Let me text her. She's not stalking me. But again, it's useful in certain situations. Now, I will say this. I have a friend who we were all out. And, you know, Janine keeps her head on a swivel. You know, when you're raised in a household with law enforcement parents, you will learn very quickly, back your car in so you can get out easily and keep your head on the swivel. Don't sit with your back to the door. You know, weird things like that, that are useful when you're an adult. As a kid, you just thought it was weird, but you know, as an adult, you're like, Hey, good idea. And we were out one night and I look up and I said, Hey girl, your husband is here. Now, mind you, it was just us girls. Why is your husband here? And she was like, sure enough. And so no exaggeration before we even looked up, she had slid out and texted us and was like, deuces. Not because she was doing anything crazy, not because she was out doing anything that she didn't have no business to, but because she knows her husband. So my point of telling you this is, it's not about, it, it's, it's a very specific situation, right? Nicole, for you, it's like, you know, why, why would you track you, right? Like your hours typically are normal. I mean, unless you on call or something, but I don't think that that that's kind of how that goes anymore. But like, I could see if, you know, someone was tracking you because you had a, you know, 2 a.m. on call. Got it. Making sure you're out in the dark, not really safe. Understand. But like, other than that, what would be the reason to track you? Other people, on the other hand, it's like, what are y'all doing? If it makes sense for your relationship, then do it. But if it don't make sense for your relationship, yeah, y'all know the difference. Common sense. Use it. All right, Johnny. So are you ready to read through some of these letters? Let's do it. All right. The first letter reads... And this letter is uh, from Chico, Chico. And it says, Nicole and Janine, my wife and I have been married for about four years now, but we've been together for a total of seven years. When we were dating, she was super cool and laid back. She never questioned anything I told her. If I told her I was hanging out with the fellas, she trusted that. 
after we got married, she started asking me where I was and who I was with for more, for more than just, you know, small talk. She literally wanted me to check in with her every single time I went somewhere. One day, she called me out of the blue. I was at lunch with a few co-workers. We usually ate lunch at one of the cafes near the building. But this day, we went to the mall, did some quick shopping, and ate lunch at the food court. She asked where I was. I told her I was eating lunch. She called me everything except a child of God and said that I was lying. I tried to explain that I was eating at the mall with my coworkers, but before you know it, she was up there. I had no idea how she knew where I was, but she popped up to so-called confront me, quote unquote, and saw me with my coworkers. She played it off, but we had a long conversation when I got back home. You would think that this would make her less paranoid, but no. Now it's like every time I'm not exactly where she thinks I should be, I get a call. One day, while cleaning out my trunk at the car wash, I noticed what looked like a pink flashlight in my trunk. But the light didn't work. I looked at it and thought to myself, it's pink, so maybe it's my wife's. So I took it and put it on the front seat. My homeboy, who was riding with me, got an alert that said he was near an air tag. I had no idea what he was talking about because I have an Android and I've never even heard of an air tag. So he looked at the flashlight, unscrewed it, and inside was an air tag. He told me my wife must be tracking me. I thought he was joking, so I told him to take it with him. So he did. I dropped him off at his house, and then he put it in his car. About 20 minutes later, I get a call nicely asking me where I was at. I told her I just, I just got through washing my car and dropped off Jimmy, my friend, at home. She again called me a liar. She popped up at Jimmy's girlfriend's house demanding that I come outside. Jimmy told her that I wasn't there and even FaceTimed me. I was sitting in our house on the sofa. She was in shock. I have never cheated on my wife or given her a reason that I know of not to trust me. Now, Nicole and Janine, I'm thinking about leaving her. But my sister told me that this is something that all women do. Is this true? Why would my wife track me if I haven't given her a reason not to trust me? How could I be sure that she won't track me again? Chico. So Chico, all women don't do this because I don't do this. And I don't think that Nicole does it. So let's not paint every woman with the crazy brush of your wife. And yes, I just called your wife crazy. Chico... Not to give away girl code, but the first thing that I would do is check to see if your wife has been stepping out. Has she been acting different? Has she been going to the gym random? Is she talking to new people that you never heard of before? Do you have the random new friends of the of the couple in giant quotation marks that you ain't never met before? Or they don't have any reason to be with the all of a sudden intertwined with the family. Like, how does your wife know said new people, right? Like, it's a lot of questions. Pay attention to your wife's behavior because typically, and I'm not saying that this is always the case, but typically when someone stays in someone else's business, even when it's your spouse, especially to this extent, when he, she's like, where are you calling you a liar? And, and now you done turned up and she's sitting on the sofa. <sighs> Why is she doing this? And she's being sloppy with it. Because why does she give you an AirTag and you got an Android phone? 
what's happening? Or did she do it because she thought that you wouldn't notice because you have an Android and you had never heard of an AirTag before? I don't know what kind of silly little girl games your wife is over there playing, but my suggestion would be to sit her down and have a conversation with her about, hey, you know, give her the warning, right? Like, hey, I hear that you think this is cute and everybody is doing this, that everybody jumping off the bridge you jump into, what's happening here? And check her, just be like, hey, typically when these kinds of things happen, the person who is making the accusations, especially when they take them to this extreme, is the person that needs to be looked at. So I'm going to let you clear up whatever it is that you're doing right now. Don't let me find this out and clean up your act and we're going to just all let all of this go. If that's how you feel. Now, if you don't feel that way and you don't think that you can forgive your wife if she's out here stepping out, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't want to address that because I don't want to break up no happy homes. But what I'm telling you is <laughs> this isn't about you. This is about her. And whether it's because she's stepping out or she's insecure, either way, you need to sit your wife down and address it. Are you stepping out and you're projecting or are you insecure? And I need to reassure you as to why it's important for me to make sure that you're happy and taken care of. But how about you not track me, you weirdo? Again, I apologize for calling your wife a weirdo and calling her crazy. But that, that you you know your wife. That's why you wrote into us. You know your wife. And I hope she's listening. So, girl, stop tracking your husband. You're being a weirdo. Nicole? Yeah. Um, first off, you know, people think that if you have an air tag, you can only you only can track people with an iPhone. And that is not true. Like you can really track just about anything. And even if, you know, you can track other devices as well, right? So you can track an iPad, you can track your Mac, you can track anything that you think somebody's gonna have with them at all times if they don't have an iPhone, or there are some devices that can be tracked that are not iPhones as well. So um, I think that this is sad that it's very obvious that she knows where you're going and does not trust you as a reason that she's put some type of tracking device on you, regardless of what kind of tracking device it is. It's a tracking device. And she has the audacity to pop up. Now, sometimes you might pop up and get popped depending on where you're at. Like you popping up over this, this woman's house, Jimmy's girlfriend's house. You don't know what kind of state. You don't know where, first of all, you're knocking on somebody's door. You don't know where you're going. Like what if that was like a drug deal gone bad and you popping up? Like you don't just, you just knock on people's door demanding to see your husband because you know he in there because the air, the air tag in there, like that could get you to lose your life. Okay. That could have been very dangerous. Um, So, I will start there. Like, don't be dumb. You can confront him, but you rolling around, popping up places is just stupid. If you got a man that you got to be rolling up and popping up places, you don't need him. That's too much energy. The time it takes for you to get there and back, 20 minutes there and 20 minutes back, I could have done a whole bunch of charting, finished two, three, you know, consultations in that amount of time. Like, what are you doing? You're wasting time. Find somebody else that you can trust. Are you? Did you all of a sudden become a paranoid schizophrenic? Are you hearing voices that's telling you to go and find your husband? Why is it that you're paranoid? So you have to ask yourself, Chico, 
What's the change? Was this gradual or was it all of a sudden? And I would agree with Janine. A hit dog will holler. And right now she hollering very loud. People that cheat tend to project. They're projecting what you, how you should be treating them on you. Calling you a liar and a cheat, knowing they lying and cheating. Okay? The most common thing for people who cheat to do is accuse the other person of cheating. So I'm not telling you to go through your wife's cell phone or put an air tag on her. But I am telling you, hey, you need to keep your eyes open. She buying brand new underwear and they not for you? Keep your eyes open. Y'all not having sex? Because let me tell you something. People that don't have sex are having sex with somebody. And just because they're not having sex with you doesn't mean they're not having sex with somebody else. So you need to check that. If there's not a reason that you're not having sex, like, oh, she's pregnant. And, you know, she has a high-risk pregnancy. Her doctor told her she couldn't have sex. Or, oh, she got heart disease. And, you know, she has chest pain when she overexerts herself, so she has to chill out. You know, if there's not a reason, and you know it's been a really long time, you need to really look at that situation. We not having sex and you accusing me of cheating, and I know I'm not cheating? Well, what is she doing, and who is she doing it with? Have you seen the little bullet on the side of the bed accidentally? Because if you haven't, she might be getting bulleted by someone else is all I have to say about that. So I definitely um, would agree that you need to check and keep your eyes open for her promiscuity because I, I really think that this is projecting on you what she is doing to you. My two cents. Agreed. I just, ugh. Chico, handle, handle your wife. Okay. Ready for the next letter, Nicole? Yep. Okay, so this one says, hey, y'all, ladies, listen. My husband and I have been married almost 20 years. We got married fresh out of undergrad. Anyway, y'all, please tell me if I'm tripping. So last month, my husband bought me a new Louis wallet for my birthday. I just got around to switching it out. And I just got around to switching my wallets out over the weekend. And something strange happened. Well, y'all, this man happened to come into the bedroom when I was swapping out my credit cards. And he casually says, make sure that you put the tile in your new wallet, too. I heard him but thought nothing of it until I saw a black card that I thought was just another credit card or store card in my wallet. Y'all, the whole time, my husband has had a tracker on me. I was pissed. And he couldn't understand why. He told me that it was because I'm constantly leaving my wallet and cell phone places, which he is right about. But I don't know if this is the real reason because it just feels like he put a microchip on me like a dog in case I go missing. Ladies, am I tripping? Let me know. Signed, Adrian. Okay, Adrian. Um, <sighs> The fact that, so I think that maybe it's like proactive, right, of your husband to put the little black card tracker in your Louis wallet because you always misplace it. Now, the question I do have is, is that in all your wallets? Because it seemed like he gave you this and now you're just now using it. So how long has that been in your closet? And I say that because 
as women, we have a lot of purses and wallets and things like that. And we switch them, you know, we switch them in and out depending on what we're wearing and what kind of look we want to give. You know, do we want to give boss babe look? Do we want to wear the big Louie? Do we want to give, you know, you know, mommy look and wear the crossbody? You know, what, what are we trying to give today, right? So I change out a lot of my stuff. So it seems like you got a gift, you haven't used it yet, and you just found that this tracker is in it. A question I have is, does he have it in all your wallets? Now I need to go back through all my wallets and see if I've been tracked with all of them. Because if he's really tracking you, that would be the smart thing to do. Because he knows you're going to switch those wallets in and out, right? So if you're going to do that, that probably means he has one somewhere else. The thing that would give me a little concern, because I do think it's, you know, hey, I lose my wallet and my keys. I keep my keys in my wallet all the time. So, so I won't misplace it and somebody won't steal it. He has this little tracker in there. Okay, well, that's great. That's like protecting you, right? But he didn't tell you that he was doing it. Why sneak? If that's really the intention is to make sure you don't lose your wallet and your cell phone or your keys, why not just say, hey, babe, look, I got this little black card. So if anybody ever steals your wallet, ha-ha, we got them. And all you have to do is log on to this app and you can find out exactly where it is or you can report it to the police and tell them exactly where it is. Aha, right? Oh, great, babe. Thanks for setting that up. But he didn't tell you. So the the problem I'm having with it is he didn't tell you, which meant to me that this is a deceptive step that he took. And he's trying to disguise it. It's almost like, you hey, you know when we can't get that little bullet that's like the lipstick? It's concealed in lipstick, so nobody ever knows what it is. Now, why people will be carrying a little bullet with them in their purse, wherever they go, like they're going to go in the bathroom and use it. I don't know, right? I don't know. But the fact that it's like a little lipstick, so if you want to put it in the side of your dresser, nobody really knows. They think it's just your lipstick, right? And you can use your little bullet whenever it's convenient for you. Same deal. It's a credit card. You're going to conceal it in a credit card. Now you think you got a black card. You might pull it off, think it's a gift card and try to charge it and be embarrassed at the store. Why not just tell me? Why conceal it from me, the user of the thing? Why? So that is what I would have the problem. Like, why be deceptive about it if it really does have good intention? My two cents. Nicole, I agree. Because, and then you just kind of casually just slide it in there like, hey, make sure you put this in your wallet too. Hey, look, I get it. I understand the reason for a tile. But like, why not just, why wouldn't he just tell you Hey, hun, guess what? You always losing your wallet. Here's a gift for you. Put this towel in your wallet so that just in case we ever lose your wallet or your cell phone, we can find the other one of them, right? I just, it, again, I'm going to go back to my four points, right? And I, I really want people to pay attention to this because it's really four reasons why, I mean, four things that you really need to take into consideration. And then this one, Adrian, I think that the, the second one is the biggest thing for you. Who is tracking you? It's your husband. Got it. Why are they tracking you? He's telling you that the reason that he's tracking you is because you lose your things. But you clearly didn't lose it enough for him to have utilized it before. Or has he used it and you just didn't know that he was using it, right? How is he tracking you? With a tile. And then the most important one, number four. Are you aware of the tracking? Up until now, you were not aware of the tracking. Violation of your rights. I get it. 
Bible, two shall become one. Still, you need to have some level of trust and you need to have some level of honesty. And he should have told you. He didn't. That's where he failed. So Janine will reiterate that I'm not going to say that your husband is doing anything nefarious. However, he should have told you. And that's the conversation that you need to have with him. Don't go off on him. Don't be offended because if you're not doing anything wrong, who cares if your husband is tracking you? But again, I'm going to tell you, like I told Chico in the last letter, be mindful of what he's doing. Does he have new friends? Y'all been married for 20 years. You know, marriage for a long time, it gets to be a lull. Y'all friends, more friends than you are lovers. And that can be a situation. Again, not trying to break up any happy homes here. What I'm saying is pay attention if there are signs that you might not have previously paid attention to. Now, if they're not and your husband is just a little overprotective, then you know your man. But the fact that you're mad kind of gives me the indication that it might be more than what you are telling us. Again, you know your man, you know your husband, you know your household, you know what's going on. If you don't feel comfortable, then leave the tile somewhere. You'll see if you leave it somewhere and he acts like, hey, what happened to the towel? Why you didn't give the towel? How come you didn't do this? If, if he starts tripping, if you leave that towel somewhere, now you need to ask, start asking a few more questions. Now, if you leave the towel and he doesn't say anything, you leave the towel and, you know, it's, it's a non-factor. If you address it with him and he's like, I don't need the towel. And girl, write us in about how you celebrating your 20th wedding anniversary. Okay. It's more common than you think though, Janine. Like people are out here tracking people. It's just crazy. Anyway, so which brings me to the learn something new. Janine, what'd you learn new this week? So according to a 2020 poll that was done by Norton LifeLock, you know, the people who are like protecting yourself on the internet. So Norton LifeLock in partnership with Harris Poll. They did a study or poll and one in 10 Americans use some sort of stalker wear to track their partners or their exes. Now, by stalker wear, this includes things like child monitoring tools, like theft protection, even fitness trackers. So those are the kinds of things that people are using to track both their partners and their exes. Now, the ex part is what I have a problem with, Nicole, for very personal reasons. But again, why are we out here tracking people? And I think the part that's more disturbing, Nicole, is that 35% of people said that they weren't concerned with the fact that they were either being tracked or could be tracked or that this is a thing to track people even when you're not in a relationship with them, they said 35% of people said that they were not concerned as long as they weren't being stalked in person. So let me say this. If you're tracking someone who doesn't want to be tracked, I really think that you should seek, seek professional help. What do you think, Nicole? Uh, I, I definitely think people should seek professional help. I, being stalked, regardless of it's in person or not, is a problem. Cyber stalking is a real problem. People end up getting cyber stalked, cyber bullied, end up harming themselves because of all of the mental anguish they go through. Like it is still a real problem. And people that get cyber stalked can eventually get stalked in person by someone 
that knows everything about them that they've never seen before. I mean, I guess I watch too much true crime, but cyberstalking is a real thing. And then all of a sudden you got somebody in your house because they know everything about you and where you keep your key at. And then they're trying to like rape and kill you because they're obsessed with you. Y'all get it together. Stalking in any way is just, it's dangerous and you shouldn't be okay with any form of stalking. That's just, that's not even my two cents. That's real facts. Okay. That's real facts. You should be concerned. I agree. What did you learn new this week, Nicole? So talking about air tags today got me thinking, how commonly are these things used? Because they're not that old. They launched in April of 2021. And since that time, the company has sold over $1 billion worth of them or 55 million devices. It's crazy. That's insane. Actually, mm-hmm. that's pretty insane. All right, Janine, are you ready for the motivational moment? Let's do it. All right, so the motivational moment this week comes from Oscar Wilde, and he said, ultimately, the bond of all companionship, whether in marriage or in friendship, is conversation. In other words, communication is key. You should be able to trust the one you're with. And if you don't, and you're tempted to fact check them, maybe that person isn't the one you should be with. Until we meet again. Pray, work, slay. And show off your melanated excellence. Bye. Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversations is produced by Nicole Lee Plenty and Janine Brunson Johnson. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Get the Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or where you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and rate us. You can follow Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversations on IG at Oh, That's Deep BWC. Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversations is a Mean Old Lion Media production.